Welcome to the Mixtape, a podcast that delves into all things music. Join host Mia Esperanza as she takes you on a journey through the world of sound and rhythm, exploring the latest trends, classic favorites, and hidden gems in the music industry. From rock and roll to country and blues, from pop to classical, Mia will share her passion for music with you and give you a new appreciation for the art that moves us. So sit back, turn up the volume, let's get ready to rock. This is the Mixtape. Hey everybody, this is Mia Esperanza with The Mixtape, and I am joined with a very special guest, Jonah. You want to tell us who you are, Jonah? Um, I guess, oh, I got to give my elevator pitch. So, I'm a uh, 26-year-old country artist out of Montana, now living full-time in Nashville, writing songs, recording songs, going for the the dream. Okay. That's my elevator pitch. Yeah, you want to tell us where we are right now? No, because we might get caught. <laughs> we uh, so this is like our plan C. Yeah. Uh, our first plan uh to record the podcast mm-hmm. location wise didn't work out, and we were close by. A recording space. I'll, yeah. I'll keep it at that. And uh, went to the front door, knocked on the knocked on the door, and we walked away. And then a man ended up coming, and we were like, "Hey, can we use the patio?" And that ended up being too hot outside. I was going to be sweating. And yeah. I've been here before writing songs and tracking with some of my buddies who everything will stay unnamed. I don't want to get in <laughs> trouble. But, uh, we're now in a pretty comfortable spot, I'd say. Yeah, and it's nice and quiet it and calm. Quiet. It is calm. Moral of the story is you got to ask. Got to ask. Yeah. You know, uh, what, what was I saying? Like, uh, they'll, give you, they'll give you an inch and we'll take three miles. Yeah. We'll take three miles. <laughs> you said we'll take one mile. I told you you took three. <laughs> we took three. <laughs> so... Um, Actually, funny story how we got here for people listening. I have been following Jonah since you didn't have that many followers. I want to say it was like... Really? You've been following that long? A while. You didn't tell me that? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Surprise. Let's go. Surprise. (laughs) I think you had like maybe 20,000, which is obviously still a lot. No kidding. But you're up to like... 127 as today on Instagram, TikTok TikTok doing well, YouTube doing well, all the things. TikTok, I think, was the one that I found you on. Mm. So my family has property in Montana. Yeah. And tell me about Montana. Montana is uh, the last place you should visit. Everyone says all these amazing things about it. And that's truly like it's it's a tourism grab. And like they're just trying to get people into the state. And yeah. it's just not the place to be. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. So anti-Montana. Anti-Montana. Or mm-hmm. uh, I've got a buddy even from Montana. Uh, he makes a calendar every year like why you so ugly montana yeah literally verbatim the name of the calendar yeah we're it's really gatekeeping gross montana here. pictures of my <laughs> <on> montana <laughs> so tell me about how you got into music obviously being in montana and now making that move to nashville like walk me through all of it what's interesting about that question in present tense is looking back i can kind of see how removed montana was Mm -hmm. especially with the west you know we have la for hip-hop rap and and things like that there's there's different uh hot spots for music atlanta is a big uh yeah hip-hop pop rap city nashville is of course country music and the west is i mean the the majority of the west is is country music that's what you think Mm -hmm. of the west is country music yeah but at the same time doing music out in the west there wasn't a lot of there's nobody like pushing me like oh hey like you should you're good at this or like you're into this you should try doing music you should Mm -hmm. try writing there's nobody around me in my life or uh, just in the area and I'm speaking very blanket statement up until up until I was a little bit older um, I went to college for a little bit you know I've been involved in music my whole life I was classic choir boy oh really choir trips overseas and uh, had a lot of fun in that and and now looking back that set the stage for what I'm doing now in yeah. Nashville writing songs recording constantly and that's my that's my day job and mm-hmm. I love it so much there's a lot of a uh, a lot of work involved with yeah. it it's not it's not your 9 to 5 it's it's more like you're a uh, 10 10 a.m. to midnight or mm-hmm. you know 6 p.m. to midnight kind of things like and yeah. it's 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 a very flexible career in a good yeah. way 
sometimes not in in the best way because sometimes you have to make things work that don't work yeah but you have to anyways and that's yeah. that's the beauty, beauty of it and that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it a uh, exciting and there's something new every day there's a new yeah. song every day and that's a uh, that that's what i really started to love about it mm-hmm. and coming from coming from a place that you know there was mu- there's music in every city right yeah but coming from a place where you know I was being pushed to be an engineer, you know, go to school for marketing, go to s- school for this or that. And all my friends yeah. do that, but that's, they found their place in that. And I was kind of the odd duck in the sense that like, I went to school for that, but it didn't, it didn't light the fire. It didn't yeah. spark anything. I was like, well, I tried this, didn't work out. What did you go to school for? I went, I went to school, Montana State University for environmental engineering, which oh, I still like yeah. appreciate and enjoy. It just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't doing didn't the thing stick. for me. It wasn't doing yeah. the thing, so Nashville is doing the thing. Yeah. Sure. So, needless to say, that transition for you was like an easy decision to make. But was the transition hard? Like coming from Montana to Nashville? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. it was hard. It was easy and it was hard at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. of course, everyone is going to have the transition uh, different ways. And they're going to feel it out. You know, some people want to like, get out of their hometown immediately. Others want to stay, like me. Because uh, Montana being so just gross and ugly, you know, it made me want to. <laughs> it made me want to stay, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the only thing I haven't brought down to Nashville, the truck, the dog, my mama, and like, the guns, and yeah. like like a uh, very staple things that should stay in Montana. Yeah. But the the transition, I started coming down to Nashville a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I was dipping my toes in the water, building yeah. my community, building friends, and just uh, seeing seeing what what this was all about so yeah. dipping my toes in the water and then i got got about like knee, knee deep, deep you know and i was like well I'll, I'll go a little farther got like a you know midway through uh maybe to my waist and then when i got to my waist i was like we're, we're going all in dunking mm-hmm. the head in the water yeah. going all in so oh that's so cool i cool. really appreciate when people tell their stories about how like they just bet on themselves and bet on their dreams mm-hmm. and it's interesting to like watch you do that. Oh, thank you. Cause like I've <laughs> always thought that your music was good, and um, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. Boy from Montana came up on my TikTok feed as soon as my family starts buying property up there, and so I was like, oh, like let me see what this is about. And you constantly posted about all of the ugly landscape mm-hmm. and just the mm-hmm. horrible things that there are to do up there <laughs> right. and I was like man I really need to see what this is about so I'm super glad you're here if I haven't told you that already well, so we're gonna go off book a little bit okay I'm, and I'm down. going to give you some questions that people have told me to ask you oh you've been asking people what to ask me yeah okay now I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> don't be these are these are fun Okay, who is your musical Mount Rushmore? My musical Mount Rushmore, that's easy. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stapleton. Okay. That, and that's who, that's who I was listening to and, and playing covers of uh, in high school, like mm-hmm. when I was full-fledged in music, like yeah. singing, playing, writing, and everything. And I didn't consider a career at all because that just wasn't the idea. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stapleton is absolutely the uh, musical Mount Rushmore. His songwriting, okay. his performance, that... Uh, yeah that uh national anthem performance he did Mm -hmm. incredible absolutely (laughs) Uh, the fact that uh, a human can do that and bring so much emotion and pull so much out of everyone in person but then off a tv screen Mm -hmm. the hits right there yeah i love him i actually am hopefully seeing him in concert for the first time at the end of this month very cool uh don't quote me on it because i might be broke after this trip but quoting you on it (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen Mount Rushmore, but there's four, four people in oh, it. Gotcha. I, t- <laughs> I took that as like, who's the peak? Okay, so we've got, we've got uh, Chris Stapleton, mm-hmm. we've got Morgan Wallen, okay, uh, and a lot of people like that's a that's a very uh, easy thing to say now. Yeah, I also really appreciate his uh, his songwriting. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to touch. What's your favorite like underrated song of his? Ooh, might judge you on this. I was just talking about this the other day with a buddy. Uh, last Drive Down Main off okay. of his last album. Of course, we've got one thing at a time. We've got Whiskey Friends and mm-hmm. uh, a couple duets with, with Hardy and or like co-writes with Hardy and things mm-hmm. like that. But I think Last Drive Down Main off his latest album is very underrated. Okay. 
that's, that's what about you what's your uh, out of out of all of Wallen's songs what's your underrated song oh man i see it it just it changes depending on like the season that i'm the in. season your mood your vibe my, yeah. my vibe yeah so i think i listened to it on the way up here man of the mm-hmm. south that is like one of my favorite oh, yeah. songs by yeah. him because i think it's different than a lot of like what we're hearing like mm-hmm. morgan wallen is so big now i feel like everyone's trying to replicate him yeah and so for it to stick out on its own i really like and like you can really tell where he was like really trying to dive in on like that rock side yep. in that song so i really like it um let's see and that was an early song too i know og uh, i was i was at work at my part-time job the other day and I set things up like I ask people this question or that question to like trying to give a give a Jonah Pro plug here or there yeah. if they give the right answer. <laughs> and I don't know what I, I, I can't recall what prompted the question. Like yeah. I think we had some music playing and oh, the the gal was wearing a uh, like a Wallen baseball shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, do you, do you like Morgan Wallen? Uh, like who, who else do you like? Like what's your yeah. I was just kind of asking her like music questions related to Morgan Wallen. And uh, I was like, well, do you know any of uh, of any upcoming artists that like you're mm-hmm. into or anything like that and she goes oh oh this guy uh Farron uh Farrell and I was like oh Red Farron yeah. Red Farron is a uh, up-and-comer in the industry he had, he just dropped it a song Jack and Coke something like yes, that yes I've heard that and uh it sounds so good but the the very popular saying with Red Farron is that he sounds like Morgan Wallen mm-hmm. and she gave me that answer and that stuck with me I know I know this guy Red Farron is not trying to be like Wall yeah. not trying to replicate it that's just his his nuance that's yeah. how he sounds that's how he writes and he, he used to write for Florida George line mm-hmm. and uh, when I heard that answer from this gal I was like oh I don't I don't know if he'd appreciate that because I know yeah. a, as an artist himself he's not he's not trying to replicate anything yeah trying he's, to be on your own he's just trying to be on his own yeah but. yeah I get that so my little brother I was telling you earlier mm-hmm. he's a musician and he hasn't started writing his music yet and it's really because i think that he hasn't found really that niche and that sound that he wants to portray right, right. and he loves a whole wide range everything from john mayer who is one of my favorites Same. to um good got good taste <laughs> yeah. he can sing chris stapleton well and um i think a lot of it has to do with confidence too and like yeah. finding your style and then sticking to it like mm-hmm. not being not apologizing for being who you are, especially Excellent. in an industry that like demands a lot of the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So off of that, we've got two more. Oh, let, let John Mayer fill in a third spot. Okay. Uh, I listen to John Mayer a lot. Uh, his, my favorite album of his is the live at Nokia stadium in LA yeah. where the light is. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four, Number four, who do I listen to a lot? It's not. It's not about like who I listen to a lot. It's it's what speaks the most to me. Mm-hmm. Where your inspiration comes from. Well, we'll we'll come back to this one, and it'll it'll pop into my head as we go. It'll be a big moment. The four, number four on Mount Rushmore. Okay, gotcha. got it. So, I'm pretty sure you were touring recently, yeah. Yes. Tell me about that. So moved down to Nashville officially this uh, late winter, early spring. Mm-hmm. And we had this uh, whole tour booked out for a month and a half in Montana, yeah. uh, which was like a, uh, a super fun and like awesome thing for me. Cause it was kind of a, uh, it was like a paid vacation back home, Yeah. but it was right after I moved to Nashville. So I'm like telling everybody and like my people here in Nashville, like, Oh, I'm officially here. Like, you know, we can hang out and do stuff. And then two weeks later I leave for a month Turn and a half. Around, and so like, yeah. I felt guilty about, having this tour and, and playing all these shows but it was also it was work in, yeah. in the best way and we had so much fun mm-hmm. we played we played in wyoming montana uh, those are the only two states but i wanted to list more yeah. uh, but we played a lot and played a lot in wyoming we played a lot in montana uh the uh the last show of the run was at the fourth of july rodeo in red yeah, lodge montana and they do four days in a row every single day is sold out at this rodeo wow. it's like a big southern montana thing and it was the first year that they had a concert only because I knew the, uh, knew the gal putting on the rodeo, like one of the rodeo commissioners, I called mm-hmm. her in the fall and I was like, Hey, you guys don't have live music, yeah. but do you want 
to yeah. do you want to put on a show and they were all about it and it was super fun we had a great turnout it was a great show that's awesome it was super awesome so do you take credit for there being live music oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i'll take credit on that one okay good that's awesome yeah i didn't know that it was very fun yeah okay um so if you could open for anyone like just walk up you're really good at walking up and asking people things as of today so, <laughs> yeah as of today <laughs> who would you walk up to and say hey i want to open for you morgan wall morgan wall oh yeah oh yeah have you seen his shows they're insane of they're course insane. they're I sold out you earlier 15 dollars uh, in birmingham oh that's right a few years ago do you remember when that was oh man i want to say it was like shortly after the voice okay yeah that sense, so yeah. that Rocking the cutoff flannel with That's the right. almost right. mullet. Mm -hmm. The almost <laughs> mullet. Yeah, yeah, it was like not fully dedicated yet. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had the cropped top and everything. So he had something going on for sure. Yeah, it's so funny to like see the development of him so quickly mm -hmm. because just I think it was November. It was a COVID year, so November 2021. Mm -hmm. I want to say I saw him in Rome, Georgia, wow. for. Thirty-five dollars no at kidding. Rome River Jam. Wow! So like it doubled in price from the first time I saw mm -hmm. him, but and that was actually a really cool show. I'll tell the story because I've never told it yeah. before on here. So seventy-five dollars all in with parking and everything. Um, I took three of my friends with me. I was like, we have to go see Morgan Wallen. Like he's yeah. five-hour drive from home. We can stay in a hotel, make a weekend of it. Mm -hmm. So we get there and we're general admission yeah. and Rome River Jam is a big festival. Hopefully we're going to be covering it this year on the podcast. Uh, Chase Matthew, Lainey Wilson and cool. Travis Tritt are going to be there this yeah. year. And so it was Hardy, Morgan Wallen and a few other people. Mm -hmm. And we got there and it was packed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I don't remember everyone coming to see Morgan Wallen right, like this. Right. So he hadn't really taken off yet. It was right before he announced the Dangerous Tour. Gotcha. And um, so he comes out on stage, or Hardy's on stage, and a lot of people are there for both of them. Mm -hmm. And it's packed. I was like, we're not, we're not getting close to this stage at yeah. all. And then somebody gifted me a 12-pack of beer. And I was like, oh. wait a minute. <laughs> okay. I could use this. Yeah. So I would hand out beer to people that would let me pass them. And then I got about halfway up through the crowd, and I was like, uh-oh. I'm out of beer. Oh, like that no. went way quick. And then I ended up just tapping people and being like, excuse me, my husband's up there. And I'd wave at one guy and he'd wave back. No kidding. So I would be able to make it to the next guy. And then I got so close that Morgan Wallen's Instagram picture like that he posted, I'm in it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, what? I had the screenshot That's and so I'm circled. Sick. That's so sick. <laughs> so it's like one of my proudest like festival moments. So uh, girls, take note. That's how you get close to the stage. I'm taking notes too. If I, yeah. I'm, at a, if I, I'm at a show, I'm, I'm bringing a 30 rack. Hey man, can I, uh, can I just squeeze past you? Oh, here's a beer. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, it works. Like anything for free alcohol, I guess, at these shows. Right, right. Speaking of alcohol and shows, I'm sure you've had some interesting interactions with people. What's the weirdest one that you've encountered? Ooh. Oh, the weirdest. Or craziest, um, whatever. I haven't experienced anything. You can make something up. I don't care. Um. Anyway, so there's this one time. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's a couple of, uh, you know, at, at every show, I'm, I'm saying this lightly, you know, there's not like an odd duck, but there's there's someone who isn't necessarily like a mega fan of, of whoever is playing or anything, yeah. but there's there's usually a group of people who are just fanatics about any music that's playing and yeah. they want to hang out and do everything with the crew, the artist, and, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's like, as am I, like if I'm going to a show, like of course, like, being in the industry, I want to like talk to the sound guy, I want to talk yeah. to the guitar tech, uh, but there's there's definitely like a boundary. Mm -hmm. And and there's been a there's been a handful of shows where like the boundary's been pushed and it's kind of like, Ooh. are we are we are we rolling with them now? Are yeah. we like are we doing this? Okay, all right. <laughs> like just kind of just odd things. There yeah. there hasn't in, there hasn't been anything that is like standoutish in a bad yeah. way or anything crazy yet per se. Uh -huh. Yet, so big plan. <laughs> that answers your <laughs> question. <laughs> what about autographs? Uh, something weird happened to me today in the elevator. Um, 
I guess I just, I look like I belong in Nashville. Yeah. Someone asked me what time I was playing at the Opry and made me wow. sign his pants. Very cool. So my first autograph was today. Awesome. Very awesome. And I was like, I promise I'm not famous. <laughs> but you should have yeah. rolled with it. You should have been like, oh yeah, I'm playing a, playing the Opry at 7.30. Uh, yeah, I can't you get you a free ticket tonight, but you should come anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I know I have a music podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Contrary to pop- popular belief, I cannot sing. Oh, I, you can. You just haven't tried yet. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm not tone deaf, but I don't. I don't think anyone needs to. As long as you're not tone deaf, then you got it. it. It's it's all you. I'm gonna let my brother do the singing for sure. Fair. Fair. I've got a question for you though. What? Wait, no, no, no. Oh, I was okay, asking. Okay, I was asking okay, about okay. autographs. Oh, oh, that's right. Weirdest you made me lose signed. the train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdest uh, thing you've signed. I'll answer this honestly. I've I've signed a couple. Uh, upper chests oh um i think the weirdest thing i've signed though is an iphone like case off the back of the phone phone. on the metal oh it doesn't show up very well because whatever yeah metal is on the iphone but oh that's been the weirdest one is an iphone i mean they just want you with them always always apparently okay (laughs) now you can ask your question i've never been (laughs) put on the spot at my interview before Oh, I think you should be like, I think you should talk about your podcast and, uh, and get it out there more. Cause when yeah. I listened, I was like, this is great. This is, uh, oh, thank you. as far as, uh, country music fans. And there's so many of them, like people mm-hmm. want to know little, uh, tidbits of the industry or like yeah. thoughts on you, uh, you gave tips on, on web one episode of like going to this festival and you were mm-hmm. saying like tips, Hey, bring this, you know, expect that, do this, do that. Yeah. And I think more people should know about that. Yeah. But I want to know what got you into or like what made you think to do a, a country music podcast did, like did yeah. you have any interest in it was there something you saw that inspired you or what was the the final deciding or like the final straw yeah to jumping into it so I told you earlier I'm mm-hmm. a big history buff mm-hmm. I grew up really kind of being the geek in the realm of history I knew right. all of the crazy stuff about the first voyagers and all that Mm -hmm. good stuff but i really had this focus on the humanity behind history oh okay and so i say that because like we know all these historical figures we know all these celebrities Mm -hmm. and musicians as kind of not people Mm -hmm. like we know who they are what they project and the story that the world wants us to see instead of breaking down that barrier and figuring out like who is Jonah like Mm -hmm. what don't people know about you and so like with history I just really was like gravitated towards these kind of funny facts that humanized history Mm -hmm. like there's a really funny story about the let me just think of one the Andrew Jackson statue in Louisiana Mm -hmm. it was actually commissioned by a woman who he couldn't stand and really? he's tipping her hat, tipping his hat to her house for eternity because he refused to do so in the street. Oh my so gosh. Things like what? that that I think are really cool. That is cool. And music as a whole, mm-hmm. we know it by the genre that we listen to mm-hmm. and the songs. And you'd be amazed at how many people don't really listen to lyrics. Like they memorize them to sing mm-hmm. the song, but then don't fully dive into the message or why it was written and so I want it to be my job to uncover those things so talking to the producer the owner of a music festival Mm -hmm. talking to a musician and even talking to stage hands deck hands Mm -hmm. like really whatever I can get my hands on I covered Skull's Rainbow Room and that is a old venue here in Nashville that has probably one of the most extensive artist lists I've ever seen. Everyone from Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, John Lennon, all these people played Mm -hmm. there. And it's just a tiny little block in Printer's Alley. So my goal with it is to uncover those kind of hidden gems that people don't talk about. Very cool. And the final straw for me starting it was I got a lot of compliments on my speaking voice just randomly within like a three-week period Mm -hmm. and then one guy told me that he would fall asleep to my voice if I had a podcast so I don't know if he's listening (laughs) but perfect he he might be Uh, I'll just give him the uh the bird right now without doing it Uh. (laughs) 
so yeah you, have you do have more? a good speaking voice though you're very uh, you. you're prominent you're you're in the room like when yeah. you step in the room uh when i was picking you up uh to come to the un- unnamed place like i i could just tell i was in in the presence of a star oh thank you of course that's that's like, so sweet that's a I, I read people this sounds this sounds bad but like i read people yeah kind of for a living you know like even at a show i'll you, you know oh is is this person someone i should spend more time with and oh this is gonna go off a really weird track uh yeah. but there's also people that like i kind of get the vibe like mm, i should uh, let me have a little conversation with them and let me step away for a little bit yeah or you know there's just the classic example of like when someone steps into a room you can tell if they're you know the the life of the uh life of the conversation you know always welcoming and you know kind of like a uh when i'm talking when i talk about my boys here in nashville you know like a boy or you know (laughs) but you know there can also be women of the room that walk in and they're just taking everyone's breath away in like a uh personality and like comfort way that's uh that's what you gave that that's vibe. like one of the best compliments I think I've gotten. Well, you should like, get a more for sure. I <laughs> like, mean, <laughs> you exude that. You're very, uh, you're very uh, personable and nice, you. and you're you're interested in everyone's story. So I feel yeah. flattered that you're interested in mine. I mean, it was a really <laughs> cool way to do it. I think I was just scrolling mindlessly on a lunch break mm-hmm. at my old job. Start a new one on Tuesday. Oh, exciting! I'll very be up fun. here way more. And um, so I was scrolling doom scrolling at this job miserable mm-hmm. and then your live popped up and there was like oh. it, it was a weird time of day yeah. so i think there was like maybe five people on it when i hopped on probably yeah <laughs> and i was like let me say something i don't remember what i said at first but you mentioned it yeah and then made a like effort to come back to me every time i did say something mm-hmm. and i was like okay <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. I haven't interviewed anyone yet at that point. And I was like, I'm just going to say I'll, I'll be there. Like, let's do it. Let's go. And it, and it stuck. So I was ahead of the game with your advice of just asking. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We've learned a lot about asking today. Yeah. Uh, now that you mentioned that, I, th- I believe I recall the, the live that I was doing that you, uh, yeah. you were commenting on. Was I playing guitar? Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it. Yeah, my profile picture has this like bright green cowboy hat, mm-hmm. and I bet that's like what did it on the it, screen. It caught my eye, and I was like, oh, okay, someone. Thank God, someone wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a really cool, like, way that we fell into this. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it. Very cool. Let me think. You got, you got anything else for me? You said you had a few. Uh. I covered, I covered two, I covered two in the, uh, in the original question ish. Okay. It'll, it'll come to me. I'll it'll ask come? one. I'll ask okay. One. <laughs> well, we're going to go back to the submission list. Okay. Okay. The scary list. The scary list. The scary list. Not music related. Okay. We're going to, oh, I love this question. This yeah. is one of my favorites. If you were a potato chip. Like, what flavor would you be down to, like, ridges, no ridges? And you can't just say it because it's your favorite. Like, you've got to justify it with your personality. Ooh. Oh, okay. Hmm. This this question relates. Okay. I've done the same thing with, like, pastas. Like, <laughs> po- like, like pasta noodles. Like, yeah. what type of pasta? Uh, with, with some of my friends. And uh, as far as pasta, I'm bow tie pasta. Okay like easy easy to stick your fork in like easy to digest easy to talk to easy yeah. to eat you know and uh <laughs> but like kind of classy but like a little rough on the edges edges you know literally how to, yeah okay as far as chips hmm i love or, like, that we got like a whole dual answer going oh yeah oh yeah or ruffles on like for example like lays mm-hmm. ruffles is that what they're called ridges Rid- ridges are those Waves. like waves waves are are they is that like chips? would that be related to like a oh he's rough around the edges okay yeah or is that is those like a question like i a feel like kettle cooked would be that like rough okay chip. okay okay that makes sense so i'm i think i'm the uh i'm definitely on barbecue okay uh, cool ranch doritos is you know we're gonna roll with that Cool Ranch Doritos. Okay. Because I'm cool, but not in the, like, a, sup, I'm cool. 
but like I'm cool and like just like just chill okay. uh, a little ranchy uh, but like a Dorito in the sense that I'm classic like can't go a wrong classic all-american staple absolutely okay absolutely. I, c- I can ride with that That's a good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> okay if you could perform at any music venue Ooh. and at what time of the year because that Ooh. influences it too Ooh. this is a tough one I would want to go play one stagecoach two okay I forget the name of the uh, uh, watershed three oh, I don't know that one that's in Washington or Oregon okay. uh, midsummer these, these are all midsummer festivals or three what's it called uh country jam okay. just outside of bozeman montana oh uh, sweet i grew up going to that show or that festival mm-hmm. and when i started doing country music that became a goal yeah. like a bucket list item immediately okay. immediately sweet so so uh, i want passes eventually when that comes to pass like you gotta remember the little people remember the little pe- i hear that a lot and i'm like <laughs> You're my people already. You're my people. Little good. little people don't exist. I You're love that. People. That's actually a really good take. Yeah. So I've always got good takes. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> impressed, honestly. <laughs> Speaking of good takes, what's like your hottest take? <sighs> and it could be anything from dating to like unpopular opinions, music, whatever. Like it does not have to be. Just because it's top of my mind, like dating wise, if you're, give me a break. I'm on hinge. Okay. Oh. <laughs> give me a break. Uh, the, I won't say anything. It's okay. So like the classic answers of like, uh, where should we go to eat everywhere? Or like just the, the most basic yeah. answers of like, uh, the way to win my heart over. Make me laugh is their answer. I'm like, this yeah. It's, it's such a surface level, uh way to try to evoke emotion from someone because mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to do at the end of the day yeah. like dating wise evoke emotion and if it matches then that's yeah. maybe a good pairing and uh my my hot take with that is uh in a sense be more personable that's not like a that's not like a hot take that's like a that's like a lukewarm take yeah uh, i mean i agree <laughs> with it so i don't i don't I know don't, how don't. hot that is I don't have like a statement like I don't have a statement of a hot take in in a sense uh I know I know plenty of my my boy I, I'll reference my boys yeah. like my roommates my uh my team uh-huh. uh they have plenty of hot takes that that would put us put us all out of the water yeah uh, in a good way in a good way uh what's your what's your hot take oh your man um I have a few. There are some that I'm holding out until I have a bigger audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it. I don't want to tank the podcast immediately because it is a music hot take. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I actually talked about one that I am very proud of about. Um, it's in an upcoming episode right okay. after yours. Okay. It's on the Frank Sinatra episode. And there's actually a new Frank Sinatra bar that just opened up downtown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully I'm going to hit that before I leave on Monday. Should. Um, but anyway, so my hot take is that Elvis and Frank Sinatra were amazing as musicians, mm-hmm. but their like place in time is really what made them iconic. Oh, that is a great take. That's yeah. a great hot take. So yeah. like it's it's not that like they're bad or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I love both of them. Mm-hmm. I listen to them constantly. But like Elvis, for example, I said this in my first two episodes, with the civil rights movement going mm-hmm. on, like the sexual revolution going on, and then young women starting to control pop culture because they had access to their own money and disposable income. Mm-hmm. It's the same market that controls the market that would be listening to you and your music. Yeah, yeah. And that started in the 50s and the 40s. Yep. And um, Frank Sinatra even had a PR team that hired a bunch of screaming girls because they were about to control the market and oh. stage a photo of them clamoring to get to him and created false demand. No kidding. So it's like, it's just really neat to see that, yeah, they were amazing performers, but mm-hmm. there's just so much more psychology to it. So that's one of my hot takes. You are, you are very into history. That's yeah. very cool. <laughs> I am. Do you think fault. there's anybody kind of like the reversed role of that 
current current day in the sense that they're in the wrong era like Ooh. they would have had a better area uh, era in the 70s or something yeah. like the the 50s and 60s or maybe they're before their time see i don't know i think i think we're in like a really interesting place in music right mm-hmm. now that it's very cyclical i'm seeing a lot of people um at least from a market research perspective mm-hmm. i did part of my thesis on this um the current market is really hungry for real instruments again yeah so like yeah. that 80s synth and like mm-hmm. getting rid of like a lot of real instruments and all of our technology that we have like mm-hmm. what we're using to record you can basically use ai for everything which is both really cool and really disheartening at the same time yeah. and the more we get in this technology filled world the more we're craving that authenticity and that humanity of things yeah and so i think it's really interesting to see people like um have an older sound come back through Mm -hmm. and be so popularized like um one of my favorite examples of this is like laney wilson Mm -hmm. i think she's got like a very almost stevie nicks vibe Mm -hmm. that i really like and then um warren ziders yeah like yep. I was very impressed with him. I wasn't a huge fan of him because I only heard the one song that like cycles through TikTok pretty constantly. And I liked that, but didn't dive into his music. Mm-hmm. Watched him perform at Gulf Coast Jam and gave him a glowing review at the yeah. end of that episode yeah. because he needed nothing. Like he didn't need pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't even need his band really. Like he could have just gone out there. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of people are gonna be drawn towards that. Mm-hmm. rather than something that was made by ChatGPT. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think there's also, in that regard, there's sub-genres mm-hmm. of that, in the sense that I, I'm, I'm around people that use AI yeah. to make music, yeah. to lay the track, to like get the... Uh, it's different when it's a tool. Yes, yes. Rather than being relied on. Yes, and I think that's right. going to be the the real differentiating like factor that we're going to see mm-hmm. between who makes it in music and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, from a songwriter standpoint, sometimes there's a, uh, there's an idea, or there's a thought or there's a chord progression in my head or I'm just messing around yeah. and sometimes it just comes out. Other times I'm trying to force an idea and I don't have like the music or the composition of a song and I'll, I'll go on YouTube and I'll look up, yeah. Chris Stapleton type of beat, Morgan Wallen type beat yeah. to get something like a, like a groove or a, a, a cadence of a song, mm-hmm. like the vibe yeah. to set something in place to write to. I, m- I won't use yeah. what's off of YouTube or like anything yeah. else, but at least, okay, now I, c- now I kind of have a, a, a cadence of a song that I can use and, and make something else out of it. Like if, if it's going to be in a four, four beat or a six, eight track, uh, those are just different like timestamps yeah. on a song. Um, there's a bunch of different ways you can use it, but uh, I, I think the subgenre of creating music in the sense that like, Zach Bryan, for example, yeah, he's just on his guitar, just in the morning, coffee, cigarette. Oh, I'm thinking of this story today or this happened in my life. I'm going to put together these yeah. chords that are kind of a, a folk vibe, but still country. And then just say what I need, say what I need to say. Yeah. Other times there's a lot of new writers in town myself included that will use the tools around us ai uh co-writes with mm-hmm. with two or three guys in the room where we're all putting puzzle pieces together and creating stories and yeah. it's all a tool it's all yeah, a tool absolutely. Making music, for sure i um i'll be the first to admit i use chat gbt for my job use mm-hmm. it for the podcast mm-hmm. like i'll have all this information that i need to sort through and yeah save me a few hours so i totally think it's better to look at it as something that is inevitable rather than villainizing it so i know like the grammys said something about uh, was it the grammys or some award show said like it has to be 90 percent human it should be that it should be that yeah yeah and i was like that's the way to look at it like Mm -hmm. they're still able to use it but if we just tell chat gpt to spit out a song and it Mm -hmm. does like I can understand why that shouldn't win an award. So yeah. you said Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually gonna plug my little brother here. This yeah. is big sister proud moment. Um, right before, I wanna say maybe a month and a half before Zach Bryan really blew up on TikTok, he opened at a small music festival yeah. where I live on 30A. 
and my little brother got to open for Zach Bryan. No kidding. Yeah. And wow. so he, I don't think he realized yeah. that that was such a big deal. He knows now, obviously. Mm. And of course I was not there. So of course, that's how it works. All oh, the good things you're not yeah. there for. Yep. Just missed it. But I was super proud of him. And I think that's really awesome. He got to sing with a girl. I can't remember her name. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, she's going to Berkeley Music, though. She's okay, very, cool. yeah. very talented. Mm -hmm. And um, her and my little brother sang some John Mayer and opened very up for cool. Zach Bryan at Moon Crush. Awesome. So it was awesome. a really cool thing that he got to do for sure. That is so cool. Yeah. You've uh, you've got to get your younger brother out to Nashville. Yes, and that uh, is the plan. He ooh. is 18. Okay. And so playing in Nashville would be a little difficult. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can imagine not being 21 in this city is probably impossible. Tougher. Not impossible. Next I mean, look it. at us now. We're not. Well, we're over 21 but you yeah, don't need to be 21 to, to, to get here to say, um, <laughs> we're both over 21 <laughs> okay um Let's also see. did you, you i don't think you saw but we we just got checked on really oh yeah oh he, man he came over here and then he saw we were making it and then walked away <laughs> oh okay so we didn't get thrown so we're out. good to go we own the place yeah that's <laughs> Uh, it's a good thing you're facing that way and I'm not because I would have been like uh, uh, I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> we can leave <laughs> but I still have more questions for you so okay. what is your creative process like you talked about Zach Bryan's mm. what's yours there's a lot of different ways I approach it mm -hmm. like I like I said earlier sometimes it, it just kind of happens yeah like uh I heard I heard one time uh being an artist is because we have to not because we want to it's because we we have this thing inside of us that like we have to we have to like flesh this out or uh create this thing yeah or else it just it like it, it festers inside of us and like we mm -hmm. get frustrated and like we just have to put it out and so there there, def there are definitely moments and days uh, even even earlier today uh, today yeah. is my first full day off and three or four weeks and i'm and making so you I, work oh uh, this isn't work this isn't work <laughs> Uh, this this is fun. Good. But I like took the morning, you know, had our coffee. We cold plunge every morning, which I hate it so much, but I love it so much. Oh. And after the cold plunge, you know, I had a couple hours uh, yeah. before coming into town, and my mother was telling me telling me about this song she wanted me to write of of this thing, uh, this idea that we know about, and so I sat down today because yeah. I had had the time and I was kind of just playing on the guitar, writing chord progressions and then sometimes it's just kind of random words that float into my head other yeah. times I have to push an idea or I'm googling phrases that are related to mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say most of the time I, and I'll, I'll say most of the time yeah. I, uh, I schedule schedule a write with my people a month or two in advance we'll step into the room and then we'll, we'll pull out our notes and go over like oh like mm -hmm. what's been going on in 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 Jonah's world the last yeah. month or two and I'll s tell some stories and give some you know, song ideas here and there and mm -hmm. then we'll kind of like just going around and uh, talk about like what our experiences have been recently yeah. and we'll pick we'll, we'll kind of pick and choose off of this idea or that idea maybe can combine a couple and and then start to put a song together we'll, we'll compose yeah. the music we'll throw chords around and then once we get the the track kind of laid out then we'll We'll work on the the chorus, mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll fill in the verses with like, uh, well, what are we really trying to say? How how are we going to bring imagery to this, and how do we say it in a fresh way that's not yeah. cliche? You know, like, oh, I've got whiskey tears. Oh, just sitting at the bar stool under neon lights. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the like cliche stuff like that. I we got we here avoid. In my truck. <laughs> got in my truck, drove to the bar, lost my dog. Yeah. Or <laughs> a song. Or a song. <laughs> that encompasses all that the other day yeah uh, it'll be it'll stay unreleased because uh, we, oh. we just as artists we just yeah. have to write songs yeah uh but we always try to push push each other and challenge each other mm -hmm. to create something new something fresh that yeah. uh, evokes emotion and uh makes makes a listener feel r related to us yeah. in the way that we feel that's, that's awesome in a very uh, long-winded way that's, that that's my creative process um Tell me about your most recent single that you put out. 
Oh, well, the most recent single is called BOAT, in all caps. Um, wrote and recorded that one two years ago. Oh, wow. And that was a, uh, a super fun summer song. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all country. I'm a little pop. And I have a, like a, a tasteful rock side to me. Mm-hmm. And also like a hard rock. And I like listening to yeah. uh, new metal and, and just exploring different genres of, of music. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm surrounded by the, the people that I live with and people that I hang out with are very successful in uh, modern rock and uh, new metal uh, careers yeah. with, with their bands. And so we, we got together one day and I just I, I wanted to push push their side ins- instead of uh, having them, you know, like cater to me in a sense like, yeah. oh, let's let's do country. Let's let's try to make something for Jonah. I came to them with the idea of like, why don't we try to make something that's uh, definitely, definitely not necessarily country, like yeah. pushing the boundaries. But let's make something fun for us. So the most recent single is a uh, I would I would call it a. Uh, uh, hard country rock i guess okay. uh, if that makes sense uh yeah, it does the, the the single before that was was definitely more of my uh more of my sound more of the direction it was called all that, that pretty yeah all that pretty okay i know that um, one we did a full music video for that i flew out a uh, videographer buddy of mine oh, wow. to montana to shoot the video um and well this is a good segue now but uh i had my buddy film the whole video mm-hmm. and then i got all the footage from him and then i I edited and put the video together myself at oh, the computer awesome. and it was a uh, it was a project that I procrastinated for about a month because I knew stepping oh. into stepping into a video edit yes. like it's a uh, you got to be in the moment and like in uh-huh. it part of it working it all at yeah. once and so I sat down one day and it it, it took me two or three days and of course I'm taking mm-hmm. little breaks here and there but I was up to 2 a.m up at eight back on the computer editing piecing things together because yeah. there's so much footage regard you, you have you have to like it down. sort through everything at first and you got to shrink it down and then you got to make a cut here and then you got you got to make all the all the all, all the words fit along the uh yeah al- along the uh the video and everything. i really liked that motion <laughs> i was doing pac-man right there uh you, you got to make everything fit and you got to yeah. make it a vibe and you got to keep people interested and mm-hmm. Uh, it, it took three full days, but I'm very yeah. proud of that music video. Oh, thank yeah, you. I've, I'm ashamed to admit I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'll send it to you. But I, it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Got my number now, so you can send that's that right. to me. That's right. But what about the cover art? I really like that, too. Is that something that you do yourself? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, only because I told you about that prior. Um, well, I saw you have this beautiful camera. Oh, that thing? That's yeah. a... Uh, that's uh it's just a hunk of metal that the thing's huge <laughs> i was i was carrying that exact camera around when i was oh probably 14 15 years old oh, like wow. climbing around in the mountains and how this how this whole thing started music combined yeah is i wanted to show my mother and my father like all these cool places i was hiking like around our place and they had been there before but yeah. i was like look what i did today you know like pose for the camera but i would like stick the camera up in a tree and like balance it on a tree branch and set the timer and then like go run off in front of it (laughs) and then that developed into uh like taking more photos getting into wildlife photography getting better at uh at media just creating media that i started to post here and there the social media started to grow because of that Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm doing music this this entire time but it it was never a consideration for a career yeah and so i was kind of doing both those things and uh, you know I'm, I'm an outdoorsman I'm a, I'm a hunter and so I would mm-hmm. take pictures out uh, hunting and my experiences out in the uh, very uh, dreary uh, like melancholy landscapes yeah. of, of Montana and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I started doing music I already had this experience taking mm-hmm. videos and taking pictures yeah and we didn't have I mean, we had a budget per se of someone taking pictures for cover art and uh, like yeah. media f- and marketing for the the singles and everything. And it was more of like, well, hey, I, I I can just do it. We like yeah. we don't have to wait. We don't have to sit and book someone. We don't have to pay someone five hundred dollars to take yeah. this one picture. I can just and it's do yours it. and it's and it's mine. And yeah. I can create the vibe. I can create my own little story. If if anyone like wants to read anything off of the pictures that I've taken for the singles maybe there's nothing to read maybe there is i'm yeah. still trying to figure it out uh, yeah but that uh when i started doing that i started taking pride in it and i started enjoying it and so now yeah. it's kind of a thing to where 
for all the singles coming out, for all the artwork, all the promotion for these songs mm-hmm. that I'm putting out. I'm I'm creating it myself. So it's yeah. all it's all in-house, but in the best way, it's all artistic in-house. See, so. I have a big appreciation for someone that does all of it themselves mm. and like owns it. Yeah. Cuz the mixtape really like that's my brand. Mm-hmm. I the name, the logo, all of it, the website, like it's it's my baby. And so it's like sick. I totally Oh, thank you. It's sick. <laughs> Is it something that like I totally appreciate when someone's like this is mine and I did mm-hmm. that like I have so much respect for it very cool so well, especially like and if you've got a good team of people mm-hmm. and like everything just works in tandem like it just gets so much better yep so. yep that's where we're at I've uh I've got a I've got to take a couple more photos here really soon for yeah. some upcoming for some upcoming music oh really and and I've I've procrastinated it a little bit because like now I'm kind of like okay well are we going to start telling a story with some of these pictures that I'm yeah. that I'm putting up the 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 photo for all that pretty the uh-huh. the last uh commercial song that i released uh that was that was taken two years ago random day uh of a it was a photo of a girl who's a friend of mine and we were out at this ranch in east tennessee riding horses for the day kind of creating content yeah. for this this business and we ended up just hanging out with with this big group after like after the day of shooting yeah. content and they had this uh, water trough that they, th- they just painted over and filled it with water to be mm-hmm. like a, a a pool, right? <laughs> and I, I I saw the sunset in the back, and she was just kind of uh, my friend Madeline was just kind of hanging out in the pool, and I was like, yo, this would be a sick picture for her Instagram. Let me yeah. take the shot. And then it was a year later, and when we were putting out the song, all that pretty, and I was going through my photos, like, oh, what can I use? Do I have anything? Yeah. And I saw the photo, and I was like, it's perfect. It's yeah. Perfect. You can't see. You can't identify her uh yeah and i'm not nice trying to like mysterious it was it was mysterious in a way yeah. and i liked that uh i, liked I really the, uh, thought that was like a staged shot like that oh, that, that was, was something that like <laughs> you did for the single that was very off the cuff very yeah. very random see some <laughs> of the best stuff just happens that way i think mm-hmm. that's really awesome so do you have a like a cover art that you've done or even a single that is like your just your favorite Ooh. I'm sure that's like an impossible. Question. I was gonna say that's like an impossible question because all my all my songs are my favorite because, like I I remember every everything about each specific song. Yeah. The very first song I did it was called Friday Friday Night. We released it in 2020. Recorded it in in 2019 in yeah. Cody, Wyoming. And there oh, there's wow. all these little tidbits for that song and three songs forward. There's little tidbits for that. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, the one I appreciate the most for myself. There's a song called Pass It Around. Uh, it's just out. I know that one. And uh, <laughs> you know who wrote that? I, I didn't write that song. Oh, Wallen okay. wrote that song. No shot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was a, it was a, it's a long story of how that came to be about. Um, I have a Hardy cut. I have a FGL cut. Yeah. A um, couple of, couple other uh, super successful writers uh, yeah. have them on, on a couple songs. But that uh, that particular that particular song really spoke to me, and that that's why mm-hmm. I was able to cut it because it, it really spoke to me and in in my story, uh, even the photo just seemed to be a vibe that fit the the aspect of the song. I yeah. was out by myself as well, just you know trying to take a picture that fit the vibe, not not pushing anything, but yeah. I, I saw a little corner on a trail that I was walking. And I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Take yeah. the shot. I so love that. That's that's so that's awesome. Fun. I didn't know that. That's really cool. You continue to impress me. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> <laughs> All in a day's work, right? Yeah. Okay, here's another non-music one. Okay. It might be music, and it might be embarrassing, but I need to know, um, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh, uh, <laughs> the Virgin Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our option A yeah. to shoot the... Yeah, MB. <laughs> um, officially, I think my last Google was... <laughs> I know I know it. It's uh, Rhyme Zone. I use Rhyme Zone oh, all the time okay. for songwriting. Because uh, yeah. I was writing this morning. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's still up on my browser. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll look up words. Uh, like, if I'm trying to rhyme something that's close to beer, without saying beer, I'll look yeah. up... There's the list of rhymes, and then there's near rhymes. So, like, of course, deer, clear, 
yeah. steer are exact rhymes, but then there's kind of off the cuff rhymes that could work. That could work, and sometimes you can fit certain words in. Sometimes you can't. But yeah, it's my last Google. Okay, well that's a good tool for our <laughs> songwriters. It's incredible. Okay, and I don't know how long we've been going. This has been really easy. Uh oh. Okay, we've been fine. Whew. We're almost at an hour. I know. It feels like 20 minutes. I know. And we haven't been kicked out yet. <laughs> We've been checked on now, yeah. that's for sure. Honestly, I bet they... I have no idea how late this place stays open, and I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, I'm going to wrap it up with a few more questions. Okay. Let's see. If anyone comes over here, I'm going to ask them to step in. Just, just give them yeah. the mic? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is your episode. I told you that. Okay. Let's see. Some of these are just, I feel like we've, okay. What What would you bring to a deserted island? Ooh. This is, this is like my hot take. Okay. So I don't have a typical answer for this. So I want, I want to hear yours. Do I get one item or like three? I'll give you three. How, how long have I already been on the island or <laughs> am I planning to get deserted on an island? Um, let's just <laughs> say you're prepped for it. Okay. Uh, my emergency, my emergency bag for being deserted on an island. Yeah. Guitar. That has everything in it. A guitar. And I, I'm assuming like food and water are not, no, are not, uh, an not issue. Viable. This is a, uh, Oasis Island guitar, camera, we're going to document the the stranding. I want like a cell phone to call my mom, but if I'm assuming it's a de- deserted island with no cell yeah. service, I'll take a notebook so I can write to or her. Or bring mom. Or bring mom. Oh, I like that. But Guitar, then you're making camera. her deserted with you. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if she would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I got it. Guitar, camera, my dog. Okay. Easy. All day. Okay. I'll let you have that. <laughs> what about you? What, so what are your three? I'm like very similar, obviously <laughs> not on the music aspect, but like I would bring my cat. Kay. I'm a cat lady. Um, anyone who's not a cat person is typically converted by the time they meet my cat. Hmm. Uh, she's also the official co-host. She really? hasn't been here, obviously, because I can't make a six hour drive with her. Right. But she has all of her opinions at the end of the episodes, mm-hmm. so you really know who's listening if they can yeah. tell you what she said. Um, but I would bring her, and I would, considering I would have unlimited money in this mm-hmm. case, I would bring a plane. Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and a good. And then one. I would um, bring a pilot because I can't <laughs> fly it myself. Um, so that's how I would get off the island. So you're, plan- you're planning to get off the island, and I'm planning to <laughs> you're be stuck staying. on the island. Yeah, yeah, we have two very different vibes yeah. happening here. <laughs> my older sister, she was in a pageant once. Oh, my gosh, Brittany, I am putting you on blast. I'm sorry, but this is so funny. Um, one of the questions mm-hmm. in the pageant was, like, if you got sent to the moon and you didn't have a lot of resources, like, what would you reach for? What's something yeah. that you ha- want? And she said Mountain Dew because it has sugar and it'll hydrate you. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't know how valid uh, that is. And I told Brittany, her that you're not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah, I just I don't of everything. I'd probably just bring water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for hydration. <laughs> so I, I loved that part when she said that. Um, she won the pageant, so very cool. Um, very cool. Yeah, she deserved it for sure. Awesome. <laughs> that awesome. was also the first time I won a pageant. I was twelve. And I insisted to do it with her because how dare my older sister get a beautiful dress and I'm right. not involved. So just sibling things. Yep. So do you want to tell us about your family? Are you an only child? You've got sib- siblings? I'm an oldest of, uh, I'm the oldest child of three. My younger okay. brother is 21 in the army. He's a, I'm getting this so wrong. Uh, whatever like uh, I, I th- hope he sees this oh I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to him <laughs> I believe verbatim from him he's a section leader okay. in the army uh, in charge of 500 guys in the s- oh, wow. sniper squad which he wow. got it from like he, he's a sniper because I was the one taking him out like hunting for the first couple times like we took our dad with but then yeah uh, so you're taking credit for this oh I'm absolutely taking credit <laughs> Cause like dad would, you know, he would take us on the, uh, 
the private property that we yeah. have permission at you know takes out get donuts and coffee and make it a like a very nice easy thing mm-hmm. and i was of the age to where like i wanted to go out and like yeah get the get the things that nobody sees and like be way way out and the only person to take with was my little brother who wanted to do anything that i did so yeah. i'm taking the credit on him wanting to be a sniper okay. and <laughs> being good at, good at it i'm sure he would let you take it oh so i'm, I'm going to make him take it three so my younger sister uh-huh. is 18. Uh, she just turned 18. Okay. Um, she's the classic sweetheart brat of high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm only uh, saying that because I'll send this to her too. Yeah, uh, Duncan. Mm-hmm. She's, I'm, I'm six foot two and she's every bit of six one, almost as tall as me. Oh, wow. Um, she could, qu- maybe I won't send this to her because I'm going <laughs> to say that she could probably beat me up at this point. <laughs> And she's oh not, like, goodness. big by any means, but yeah. she's just got that, like, feisty 18-year-old yeah. spirit and okay. tall, so she could she could take anyone. See, I'm jealous um, of, like, people who can reach the top shelf. I am every bit of 5'3", and that is <laughs> it. So, it, doesn't your song say something about, yeah. I was just going to say, tell me how something about 5'3 can light my world up like a city. Direct quote, guys. Direct quote. He didn't even know me yet. And it's That's like, right. It's That's about right. me. <laughs> no, I have a bad habit and my friends have a bad habit of like identifying songs and just mm. being like, yep, that's, that's mine now. Spummy. So I'm five foot three and I'll, I'm going to take that. I'm going to claim it. Perfect. <laughs> well, I'll show you some tracks of mine that are unreleased on the car okay. drive back. Yeah. Um, that would be very easily identifiable, uh, identifiable with you. Okay. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because we kind of write to, because like we write songs that we want to write as writers, yeah. but we also write to what we, what we think or what we know mm-hmm. people want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. With also, you know, like putting in our, our little take and our yeah. little spin on it. Okay. So. Sweet. I'm excited to listen to that. It'll be cool. I'm stoked to show you actually. <laughs> as, as someone who knows country music, yeah. I'm stoked to uh, hear what you think. Yeah, absolutely. I will give unbiased honest feedback if they suck tell me they suck absolutely <laughs> i won't let you put anything out bad thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so i'm gonna actually start wrapping up the episode okay i'm gonna let you ask any questions that you have for me okay and then we've been talking for an hour and you haven't given me a fourth oh. mount rushmore <laughs> oh you're actually right yeah um, I would say my fourth is Ian Munsick out of Wyoming. Oh, okay. Do you know Ian Munsick? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, hi- him and I grew up an hour and a half away from each other. Oh, cool. And I knew of him, knew of his, his circle, but also, you know, like we were, we were in different states. I was Montana. He was Wyoming. We mm-hmm. weren't, uh, like in the same class for, uh, like competing in high school sports or anything, yeah. but we, we knew of each other and, and seeing him come from a similar place and do so well in music and create his own his own voice and mm-hmm. have his songs yeah uh, his his words essentially like ring uh, ring so true and like uh come across with everyone mm-hmm. in the industry whether they're listening or in the industry yeah. is is very uh encouraging it's very inspiring it's uh it's it's also just incredible to see it's amazing oh so i he's, like that he's number four That's so we got really chris stapleton Morgan Wall, and john mayer and ian Munzik. I love I'll John die, Mayer. I'll in die there. on that hill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love it. Great. Do you have anything for me? I do. Oh, uh, I I had it. Um, what is your not your dream podcast, but your uh, if you were going to set something up for your career, mm-hmm. whether you go into whether you whether you're involved in the music industry, whether you're involved in in PR or media, yeah. what's what's something you want to accomplish for yourself and the people around you, like your oh. family. Uh, bigger picture thing what, what's something yeah. you want to accomplish in your life okay so I have two dreams okay like absolute dream job mm-hmm. if I could pick it walk up to him and say this is it mm-hmm. PR for John Mayer all day all day like that all would day. be a dream come true I'm actually going to see him in that podcast episode after I go to that concert is going to cover the things that I think his team could have done really well from like a branding perspective. So my thesis actually heavily covered what I'm going to be talking about. Um, cause like Saw Brock, the Mm -hmm. most recent album he put out, I enjoyed it. 
it didn't do super well with other people, mm -hmm. some like original fans of his. Um, and so I, I think there are like some ways that he could have gotten that new demographic mm -hmm. and kept his old ones too, if he did it right. Same thing with the solo tour announcement. So that's okay. something that I'm gonna cover later. Yeah. But outside of that and outside mm -hmm. of the music world, I own a small nonprofit. No kidding. Yeah, and that is like my passion, what yeah. I love to do. And it is a organization for women and girls with medical conditions or special mm -hmm. needs. And I host an annual pageant for them. Amazing. They each get their own crown, title, flowers. Like it's mm -hmm. a sweet, sweet night. And this year was the last year that we are only in the state of Florida. Okay. And we will be coming to Nashville next year. So cool. Yeah. So sick. Yeah. So that's going to be happening here shortly. And mm -hmm haven't announced it on that end. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really cool to see who's listening to the podcast and who gets that announcement early. Um, but we need entertainment. I'm in, I'm and in. You've got I my mean, number, just, yeah. give me a, just give me a call. And I'm if there. you wanna walk the girls, I need guys to walk them too. That would be so special, actually. Yeah. And I, I, was gonna, I was gonna offer like any way I can help. Yeah. Just let me know, Absolutely. that would be so amazing. Yeah, that'll be it. So the dream is to have one in every state. Mm -hmm. And hopefully next year we're one step closer to that. So that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. It's not the full-time job yet. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I'll ever ditch the podcast. Yeah. But uh, the bigger I can make that and the more that I can impact those women and those girls and their mm -hmm. families, yeah. I'll die happy. As you should. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank that's you so, so much. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad I got to talk to you this long. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... This is going to be two episodes, I think. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so you were slotted for one mm -hmm. and easy to talk to. So you got two. Well, very cool. So awesome. guys, this is Jonah Prill. What are all your handles so people can find you? Um, literally just, just that. Just Jonah Prill. Just Pril. Jonah Prill. No, uh, no numbers. No anything crazy. Just Jonah Prill. Okay, perfect. Go follow him on all of his socials, support his music. He's got really good stuff. And if you want to ask him anything else, have a feeling he's going to be around and easy to get in contact with. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> shoot me that and we'll see if we can ask him again. Sounds great. Well, thanks awesome. for having me. It was a blast. Thank you for being here. Of course, of course. So guys, that's Mia signing off. This is another episode of The Mixtape. That's a wrap on another episode of The Mixtape. We hope you've enjoyed the ride and discovered some new tunes along the way. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials to stay updated on future episodes and join in on the conversation. Until next time, keep the music playing and never stop rocking.